Oh, Sharon, what are you? Oh, 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 oh wow. A nice old fashioned. Friendly fire. Shower Diesel, welcome back. Episode three of Friendly Fire. We're here, we're going, and Diesel, why don't you kick us off with what happened today? Biggest day of your life. Uh, I mean, it's pretty big, you know. Uh, had uh, a buddy's birthday, decided to skip work because, you know, work is for fucking peasants, and uh, went and played uh, 18 on the, you know, the local links here, and uh, had the best round of my life. What'd you shoot? I uh, shot a 76, which I know it's not great for a lot, but that is pretty good for me. That's awesome. So what is that for us that don't know? What par is that? Uh, so par is- like what's par? Like what's par in an 18? Uh, well, it depends, but this course was par 72. So shot four over par for a 76. So, uh, not terrible for a little, you know, amateur here. Oh, sure. Uh, did you plan on taking today off or was that last minute? Uh, last minute, buddy said, hey, I can get off work. It's my birthday. You want to go play around? And I said, oh, fuck, sure. Why not? I just love that not 30 minutes before that, just chirp and shower because he's going to be playing yeah. golf on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, and we all have true. off for Independence Day. That was true. And not 30 minutes later, I'm getting a FaceTime from Diesel of him in his uh, PXG hat, his PGA. Oh, yeah, just dialed Masters, in Master uh, shirt polo. on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I look pretty good. Golfing the best round of his life. Oh, that good handsome all the, That's shit. how it happens. You don't, you don't think it's going to happen. You show handsome, up to man. a round, and it just happens. Well, you know, I was kind of mad at Shower that he can play Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then all of a sudden I get that. Oh, I said, fuck Shower, I'm playing. Yeah, I'm going to try to play a few times here coming up. I wouldn't. Uh, it was good. I mean, uh, the driver was, was not great today, but. Uh, Do we take golf serious? Like, are we, when we're going to a golf course, like, are we, are we smoking two or three beers before we start? Or are we like bearing down I, every shot? I take, doing I mean, doing tabram tantrum throws of golf clubs. No, I, I never throw clubs. 100% serious. I mean, I'll throw a couple yeah. too. I mean, I don't have a three wood anymore because a couple rounds ago, I mean, they had a little Toby tantrum and now the three woods sitting in the middle of a 17th fairway over at, uh, one of the, the local fucking tracks here. But, Absolutely. I mean, I'll, I love golf. I, I will drink fucking more beers than anybody and still want to fucking shoot, be competitive here. Tourney ritual, one beer on the way to the course, and then beers all the way through. Yeah. Well, and we have birdie juice every time. What? So anytime it gets a birdie, we have pink birdie juice. Go. Yeah. I, I alone got four birdies today. And then my buddy got two birdies, so we had six shots just ourselves on the whole time. Plus, uh, we drank an 18-pack on the course and shot great. So you 
do you have 18 pink Whitney's each just in case you guys do have like an extra round of your life? Uh, we always have pink Whitney's, but I bought eight uh, to start. And so I just had them in the, in the cooler. Well, what if you would have gotten 10 birdies? There's uh, 10 birdies is living the fucking high life. Yeah, exactly. We're not scrambling here, bud, but uh, we would have had the call the cart girl and said, we need more birdie juice. So actually the cart girl retired early today. And we were on, uh, I think we were on 12. We didn't see this fucking broad till the first hole. And we're like, okay, come on. Like, where's she at here? We're empties. We got nothing. We called the clubhouse and we said, buddy, hey, what will it take for you to bring us a six pack of bush lights? Uh, and he just started laughing and said, what hole are you on? How are you paying? Straight cash, homie. He fucking came out. No shit. Five minutes, he was out there delivering beers. And he's like, I'm sorry, the cart girl just left. <laughs> he he was how, fucking I laughing. I think that's how and it should we be. We were already drunk, and we were playing great. How does she, does she just leave just because? Oh. Or was her shift over? Who, dude, who knows? High school fucking broads normally, they just fucking leave. I mean, yeah. It's your fucking job, isn't it? I don't know. It but, should I mean, be. liberal job, pretty... Uh, it's not, they don't use them like, they don't do them like they used to. I'm just saying, I was waiting for a slap shot, especially for my buddy's birthday. Never got it. I didn't get a slap shot on my birthday. That? Um, you were witness to a it. terrible slap shot. You know the slap shot. Oh, yeah. It wasn't a good, that wasn't a good yeah, situation. My first experience, that was brutal. Not a good situation. She she hardly hit you. Barely hit me. I, want, I was yeah. expecting more. I wanted more. I really was like diesel. You should have just given him. You should have given buddy a slap shot. You could have done it. You probably would have knocked him out. Though. Yeah. I mean, can't have it. We've had some good slap shots though. We've yeah. had somewhere like, Holy fuck. She's angry. And then there's some that's like yeah. shower, shower this Friday. I, I we're going to do another slap shot for you. I, I, no, I fuck one. that. I don't need the slap shot. I think we go. Whoever gets the worst score on hole number six, Seven has to get a slap shot. And to be fair, of course it's my gonna be wife me. loves the slap shots. She wants to see videos of the mm. boys getting slap shots all the time because she immediately says these broads are fucking soft. She wants to Yeah, we need her shots. to do slap shots. We need her to do slap shots. I would love Let's have to a see slap Mrs. shot Diesel party. Lay a slap shot down. Slap shot oh, party, she, Mrs. I mean, Diesel. Yeah. Do a shower to get it, never the dude might be on his back. Well, yeah, because I probably deserve that one. There's probably a lot of... Have to go behind the tree for old-fashioned. I came to the realization that golf is about who you play with. It's all about... And I think the reason I fell out of love with it... I fell out of love with it. I shouldn't say love. I never loved it. But the reason I stopped doing it was just because everyone I was playing with were the same reasons that I won't play. Like I played college hockey... And I will not play men's league because you still have guys out there who think there are scouts in the stands and they're playing like it's Stanley Cup game seven. And I play golf or I played golf before with people like that who thought, hey, just a couple more, couple more months of playing before I'm on the tour. And it's like, I don't want to play with a guy who's throwing his clubs after every shot and, you know, screen. It's like, it sucks. But I started to realize playing with my current crowd who I play with. I'm like, this is actually a lot of fun. Like I actually have the bug. I just realized who I was playing with before sucked. It didn't suck. They sucked at golf. They just sucked to be around playing golf. That's what it's all about. And that for me is what it's all about. This.
I think if I get more serious into it, like if I really get the bug, I will start to want to play like just my own ball the whole time. But I really love playing scramble. I love playing like a partner team game. Well, so on Friday we're playing, right? So how's uh, we we know we got the buddy there, the old Dorson. But how's our fourth? I got yep. We got buddy, and then I got well. He might be the only person I know that golfs more than you. Shower. Well, so should we do uh should we do a buddy and I versus you and the person to be not named? Scramby. Either way, um. So we're gonna do two v two scramble. Okay. As far as who's on whose team, I don't know because I don't know we if he's. Six, I don't know if he's six, better six. than you or worse Let's than you. Let's go six so, six six. Let's just go, Randy, Randy, sure. Randy. We all play together for six holes. Sure, sure. And then we can play six different like challenges throughout those six. How holes. Bo- like how the first, up the first are we six we can get? do the team that wins a hole. Well, I don't want to get. Let's that let's get. Up. Let's have fun. I have to. I say one of us has to say somewhat. We got to be okay responsible human beings just to get us back home. Correct, correct. Yeah, we got to get back home. Yeah, that's true. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, two v two scramble Friday. It's gonna be fun. Um, Diesel, congratulations, buddy. Really proud of you. I'm very proud of, of you. That's the once you taste <laughs> round, it, round you of applause need more. for Diesel. You need more. Yeah, I want more. Now. And Miss Diesel, Miss Diesel how you heard the beginning of the podcast start miss diesel awarded him properly when he got home with a good old fashioned good old fashioned yeah I, and i mean it's like oh I'm, I'm getting i'm shooting typical low 80s all the time breaking into the breaking 80s 78 79s and all of a sudden a huge 76 so you know now now just takes a couple strokes off his game I no shoot big scratch deal. that's next oh there you go so, gents, we talked last week, mostly hunting, mostly poaching stuff. We introduced Shower Thoughts, how we will conclude today's episode as well. I want to talk a little bit more today about something that kind of sparked my interest this past weekend, where I got to travel to Portland, Oregon for a wedding. Now, Full disclaimer, I wasn't excited about Portland. If anyone watches any sort of social media or any sort of news outlet, Portland seems like just not a place you want to be as far as downtown Portland by any means. Now, what I will say is we flew into Portland, but we didn't go anywhere near downtown Portland. But some of the activities that I saw and witnessed throughout my trip sparked the episode for this week. And I, I want to start it off first by asking you two, each individually, we'll start with shower. What is a big pet peeve of yours? Like if I, I know that everyone probably has two or three, but give me your number one. Biggest pet peeve. There's got to be one. Like one that if someone does or says or something, some I'll action that's taken, recent. that if it happens, it just drives you insane. Recent. Recent pet peeve, mask wearers. How are you still wearing a mask? Mask wearers. Okay. So if you see someone wearing a mask in public, it just, it drives you nuts? Uh, Pretty much. All right. Well, Shower, hold on. Hit me me with something else here. Like most pet peeves are like liars or someone who... You're you're pretty easy going. I, I can't. Not uh, there's not much that truly just really grinds my gears. My, oh, I got one that grinds my gears. My gears. Actually, my my gears grind a lot. 
your 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 gears are always grinding. Like you can't always grind in a shower because he's fine till all of a sudden something comes up, and then he's like fucking zero to a hundred every every time. Zero exactly zero to a hundred. I'm thinking. I don't really know From what I witnessed. I know Diesel's pet peeve is when Shower forgets where he parked his car. Oh, we've done oh, that's that a couple before. times, twice, twice, and it came to fisticuffs because of that. The first time came to fisticuffs. It wasn't pretty, but we became best friends. Wait, 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 Again, wait really? We were already best friends wait, before. Oh, who won? But. We were best friends before, but. Well, wait, so we went to the Gabar in... Uh, you haven't told this story. When we were in college. Here, I'll give the quick version. We, we were in college in Fort Collins. I was. He came to visit, and we went out to the bar and drank way too much. We're looking for the car to possibly drive home. Couldn't find <laughs> it. He started chirping me. I tried to swing on him. He ducked it and punched me square in the chin. It knocked me down. I hit the ground. Well, let, let, let's back up first. I mean, this is such a good story where you got to give it justice. Here. This is a great we, story. It, this you was should. walking for about a mile before, you know, things got heated. It's not like, oh, I, we can't find the car. I'm going to hit you in the face. No, it was. Okay, we, we went wandering, to the bar all wandering, night. Let, we let's, wandered let's drive for a home. Like, we have shit to do tomorrow. We were wandering. We fucking put some miles on, and it had to be over a mile. It was definitely over an hour just meandering around this fucking village. And then it's just like, how the fuck, Mr. Shower, do you not know where you parked? Like, you fucking live here. You go to school here. Everything is in a fucking vicinity. Oh, and, you know, he's just getting fucking all tough guy. Oh, it's not my fault. It's your fault. Oh, yeah. Sorry that drinking beers, you can't handle your shit. I was just supposed to know. I've never been here in my uh, life. We... And then it goes into, like, walk across the street. We're in the middle of the main intersection in Fort Collins. So, like, no, a, high, a two-lane yeah, highway with, with lights. It wasn't so the, in the main. main it was drag. not the main intersection. It was, it was the main street. drag next to the college. That's a very main road. A hundred percent main road. No, we were off to the side. We were off to the side. Honestly, Either way, in a row. Okay, keep going. Fucking guy starts chirping. Okay. Chirp him right back. You sure were chirping shit. more than I, I was chirping, so then I got mad yeah. and started but the fucking guy can't chirping. handle it. Just turns around, swings on me. I fucking look at him, just, just fucking slow shit. Just duck it and it. just quick, bang, right to the jaw. Oh. Drop the motherfucker in the fucking road. But sure as shit, shower has a jaw and a half. Knock, like, just you can't go. Pops up like a fucking little gremlin. Tackles me. We're in the fucking road. We're rolling just around. Exchanging blows. Just, just yeah. Okay, switch. Oh, okay, he's on top of me. Get a couple. I fucking flip him over, give him a few. He switches over, give him a few. And then all of a sudden, this fucking guy comes out of the fucking nowhere, starts yelling, hey, 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 hey. Like, oh, stop it, stop it. Like, oh, this shit. Me and Shower instantly look at each other, like fucking holding each other. Look at it, best friends. They're like, who the fuck is this cocksucker trying to tell us to stop? Bet Become best friends, both get up. Chase this fucking dude. <laughs> um, fuck you. Better. We were like, you better fucking run, you guys buddy. Catch him? No, we couldn't catch him. He was fast. 
And we, we were in for a while. It doesn't surprise me. Doesn't surprise me the fact that you guys said you walked. You said you walked for hours. You it, said wasn't, you walked a mile. Yeah. it wasn't that it far. Was, it, we did we, walk we did home walk. after that for multiple miles. Yeah. And then we went home. And then the next day when we figured it out, we were literally a block away from where we needed to we, be. We were closer. I think we were right next to the car. We were a block, yeah, a block from the car. Which I think, Chief, you have a, a similar story where all three of us are in the same situation. If you want to actually share that, I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say we went to a hockey game a couple months ago, and we walked probably close to a mile. Hey. It wasn't an hour. We were we were cruising, but I do remember chirp starting to fly between you two, <laughs> and sure enough, we were less than a block away. Where we decided to go right instead of left. When I say we, I mean follow the shower. Thank you. Thank you. He should have got hit in the face again. It was my fault. It's my fault. I'll take the blame. I'll take it. No, he wasn't chirping. We weren't chirping. Diesel was chirping. Diesel. Diesel's last. I wanted him again. In front of college. Could you imagine? I was ready to go round two. Ten years later, I was fucking ready to pump his ass again. Diesel is still thinking about it. Oh, so Diesel, Diesel, what's your pet peeve? You got one? Oh yeah, my pet peeve, especially it deals with idiots at work. So it's kind of off the box, but it happens all the time. And I know that you guys know and can actually see it, especially on social media, when fucking people can't spell lose and loose, and they interchange that shit for whatever reason. That pisses me off when idiots try to say. Oh, I lose my shit or anything, and they lose it. L O O S E pisses me off for whatever reason. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, it's the same thing with me. But when people spell my name wrong, where they'll add an additional letter or the wrong letter, and it's like my email, my name is right above where you're typing, to where it's like it's just the attention to detail. But in your situation, it's like. It's it that's like elementary spelling. Like you don't know the difference between two O's and one O. It's with everything though. You can say there and there and everything like that, but lose and loose really pisses me off. I mean, my name, you're the exact same. Like, oh, someone always misspells my name and it's in my signature every time. But I, at this point, I'm just like, whatever. People are idiots, fine. But when you fuck up on and you're actually trying to be smart and like tell me I'm losing this and everything and you're losing it. At this point, your argument is fucking nullified. That's fair. That's fair. Let me tell you what became, what shot up to my number one. And it happened this weekend. And I had to get to a point where my wife had to tell me to calm down. It's not a big deal. But that's oh, what I want to bring it up because down. I think it is like, right. It's like, I was like, no, like, no, I'm not going to calm down. This is ridiculous because we're all here. We land in Portland. And two, two individuals in the back of the plane grab their bags immediately and bull rush to the front as fast as they can until people start standing up. No way. They probably... Yeah, and keep in mind, this was not a continued flight. That flight was done right there. Now, granted, you know, they could argue that there was a uh, another second flight they were getting on. But to counter that, we got to the airport 30 minutes before we were supposed to land. So I don't believe that for a second. You were about to miss your connecting flight. You guys are just yep, scum of the earth bags. people who wanted to get up there. 
and it infuriated me more than anything. It's like, oh yeah, your world, your airplane, we're just all living in it here. I got so upset by that. And I'm trying to sit there, keep my call. I got my two-year-old daughter sitting next to me and then my wife sitting on the window seat. And it took everything in my power to not want to make a scene with those, but I didn't want to be that next person that gets filmed on an airplane. You know, you always see it every week. You see someone freaking out on an airplane about something. But I was like, you know what? I don't think that's something that I'm being unreasonable for being upset by. Not at like, all. I think that not most people all. see that you and throw, say, these people are you scum of the earth. You gotta chirps in there. Like, oh yeah, pal? Like, and then just see what other people around you say and then just get stared at. Everyone like, else is saying the same you, shit. You throw a couple bows. Yeah. You, you, you gotta give them a little bit. Oh, you can't. If you threw a bow at them, they would whine and you'd fucking. No, ba- baby bow. You can't throw water. bows, but you just throw a little bow out there, like where they have to physically go around that bow, and then they fucking understand. And then you throw a little fucking comment in Well, there. these. These two were quick. Like, they got. They were, they were probably, if I had to guess, maybe four or five aisles behind me. And by the time they had to stop before everyone, because everyone starts getting up, right? So you can only make it so far until people get up and to get in the aisle. He, they, he and she, it was a couple, younger couple. They probably made it six, seven, eight, maybe rows further than us before they got stopped. Like, I tell you what, they were like trying to sprint. And they casually, when they get stopped, they casually pull out their phones and they're looking down at them like nothing's going on, trying not to look around. You could tell they knew exactly what they were doing. And I just, it, it just infuriated me. I will say, number one, typically, my number one typically is when people bail. I will say when people like commit to something, you know what I mean? Like if they say, you know, we have plans and all of a sudden they're like, hey, I can't make it like last minute or something like that. That usually is what always bothered me before. But this one might be top of the charts for me. I just came to the conclusion this one might be top charts. When people get up on an airplane from the very back and try to sprint to beat everybody it's off. I think that I think that it's takes number one for me now. The only the only way it's acceptable is if we were delayed before or everything and you literally have ten minutes to make it to your flight. And even then, I would expect you to be telling people like, hey, I am so sorry. Can I get in front of you? Like, I have to get to the other flight. But most of the time, flight attendants or or captains will say that like, hey, if you do not have a connecting flight, please stay seated so that the people who do can get up and get off. And nobody has an issue with that. It's easy. Everybody's been there. That's all you got to do is just communicate to the flight staff and you're fine. They're just greedy fucks. But what that does, they probably what that does bring me to is getting back to going to Portland. Probably going back to Portland. I wanted to ask with the United States being in the way it is. Okay. The current state it is where we are so divided, whether you're left leaning, right leaning, obviously with the three of us, we've always been more right leaning with things. We tend to say certain States, certain areas or places we will just never go. And what I started to think about this weekend is that you think of Portland, you think of Oregon, you're just like, keep so far away from that, quarantine me from that place. But when I got side, when I got outside of Portland and we drove and we actually were in Vancouver, Washington this weekend, it was one of the most beautiful places I have ever seen. Like the trees are have to be at least 50 feet tall, if not taller. Oh, just massive, beautiful huge. pine trees everywhere. It is absolutely gorgeous. We flew in from over Western Oregon. The whole time I'm looking down, it's like Elk Haven, like Wilderness Haven is the most gorgeous areas. I found like four or five little cities we're flying over. 
oh, I bet everything was so incredibly green there where I'm just like, at what point do politics start to affect where you want to live? Because I tell you what, if it wasn't for the idea of Portland and just Oregon itself, I could live in Oregon in a second Easy. just for Easy. how incredibly 100%. gorgeous it was there. There's, there's so many places like that. I mean, I was in Wisconsin, loved it for so long, and the place is stuck. I mean, Illinois is not a bad place. Chicago runs the whole state, and it's shit. But most of the people It's just like Colorado and Denver. Exactly. So would you not? Would you not live in Illinois? Absolutely. Like, say you're so far Absolutely away from Chicago. Not. Fuck no. Would okay. never. 100%. Now is that? Now why is that? Is that? Is that just because of the stereotypes of Chicago, or is it because the state of Illinois is decided by what oh, Chicago? No, all of it. Everything. I mean, taxes. Even if you, I'm gonna say, I have a decent place to live, and I can go right over the border and live in Illinois. Absolutely not. Still, I would still choose anywhere else surrounding areas. Because there's other places that are still better than that. Um, yeah, I just, just wouldn't right. do it. And I've been there. I, I've lived on well, it. So, s- no, wouldn't do it. Well, because you see it you see it in, in left-leaning, left-leaning individuals. Like you saw when the Roe v. Wade thing got passed. You know, I mean, we have friends personally who live in Texas who no longer want to live there. Because they're like, and guess you where know, they're something gonna happens move. to where... Well, they'll probably move to Colorado or New Mexico or where's another close state by there? I Colorado, don't know. Arizona's kind of Colorado. Their swing, Colorado. But I would say Colorado, Colorado, New Mexico. But you have to keep in mind, though, Shower. You have to keep in mind a lot of people don't live in Colorado. The people who don't live here yet, a lot of them don't because they can't stand the winters. So it's either winters you move back to California here. or you go. You say that, I say that, Diesel says that because we, you and I are, all three of us are born and raised here. We've been there. But someone who was born in the beauties of LA or something like that, they probably think it's the worst thing in the world because their winters get to like 58 degrees. Look at how many people from Texas have already moved here. That's a problem in Colorado. Everyone blames California. So here's, well, it's, it's fair. Here's the thing that bothers me about this because there are other states I would love to live in, but you're right with the politics of it. And it's not necessarily the politics to where it's like taxes. Cause I know taxes are going to fall. It's, just everything. Go. It's, everything. it's more of like the, it's more of the restrictions of things that they don't allow you to do as far as like, you know, the second amendment, things along those lines to where I'm just like, I could live in Western Oregon in a second. I could probably live down in the Eugene area. No problem. I obviously would say so far away Bend, from Portland, Bend is really but nice. Yeah. But here's here's the thing I don't understand when it comes to this. We have an electoral college to decide the president of the United States. Why do states not have an electoral college system for state elections for everything? I just don't, for me, let's say Colorado, for example, I don't understand why two counties of Boulder and Denver, which is, I mean, what Adams County and Boulder County, why a couple of those counties decide the entire fate of, of a state to where, why is it that people who are making these decisions on whether let's just take the example we use in episode one of reintroducing wolves, why are they the ones deciding we should introduce wolves when all that's going to affect are all the people and the farmers and people way out West. And these people who are making these decisions won't even be out there. Like they have no idea what that's even about. It's the same thing in Oregon. It's all everywhere. That doesn't answer my question. Shower. 
Why? Give me an example, though. You're not answering. Give me an example. Why is an electoral college not implemented at the state level? Give me, give me something their that makes power sense. And that. it gives the power back to the people. So why would you? Why would you do that unless you're absolutely obligated to do it and people stand up to change it? You can't. You can't fix it unless it happens. They control the power. They've gerrymandered and they rig all the shit into their favor, and you can't beat them on it. Then they laugh at you when you try to. Yeah, but you're saying, but who? Who is that? I don't know who, who you it about is. You just look at the se- look at the secretaries of the state. Look at the people that are taking the money from the rich people that that are backing them. That's where it's at. But it's all dark money. Like Col- Colorado politics changed when all the dark money came flowing in. They changed a bill that allowed money outside of the state. Back in like the early 90s, you can look it up, the 2000s, the allowed money from outside the state to influence our politics, and it changed everything. And then from that point on, rich people hopped in it, and then now they've just taken it over, and there's nothing you can do. Like Pat Stryker. Look up Pat. Well, let it, let it be said here. Let it be said here on Friendly Fire. June 27th, 2023, start the petition right now to put it on the ballot to implement an electoral college at the state level, because it's absolutely ludicrous that we can have one county decide an entire fate of a state just because that's where a dense population lives. Now, if you're voting on things that apply to something that's universal to everybody, I get it. But if you're voting on things that don't affect you whatsoever, it makes zero sense to me why that's not something that's up for debate. Why someone in a dormitory room in Boulder or a condo in downtown Denver is deciding that we should reintroduce wolves or not. And again, I'm just using that example because we talked about it before, but there's plenty of examples of things that we've done here where I don't believe should have been decided at a population vote and it should have been an electoral situation. It's ridiculous to me. And I wish they would implement that because I think it would change a lot of states. I think it would change people leaving a lot of states. I mean, you have a mass exodus out of all of these states like California right now. And if you look at California, a lot of those places other than San Francisco, Sacramento, and the LA area really aren't that like extremists on the left-leaning side. It's the weirdest thing in the world to me, and that's what made me think about that because I'm sitting there in this beautiful state. I'm driving all around it, and it's like obviously the three of us are big outdoorsmen, and so we go to a place like that, and we're just like it's our mecca, our heaven. You know, it reminds me of being in the Colorado wilderness, except for their forests are some of the most healthy green forests I've ever seen in my life. You drive around some of these forests up here in uh, Colorado, especially like the north sort of eastern ones. Oh, there's deadfall everywhere. It's some of the most ridiculous terrain to try to hike around in. But I'll tell you right now, being in the Vancouver, Washington area and everything, it was stunning. Oh, it's How sweet. freaking it's whole green different, and lush. It's, a different, oh, it it's like awesome. a rainforest there. We live in a desert. We live in a high wow. mountain desert. Because I tell you what, man, I would. Uh, I think I might take the misses there in a few years, maybe go western Oregon and do like a fishing trip or something. Go up to maybe Idaho, maybe no, like that Coeur d'Alene area. Southern Alaska. Go do a fishing trip in southern, like way southern Alaska, there. south, like just a couple hours north. I'm gonna yeah. do that with my dad. Oh, it's Kenai awesome. Peninsula. Oh, that's Kenai the way Peninsula, to do it. Kenai. Yeah. That'll be awesome. Well, 
Big Big JP was telling us about his experience up there. Oh, he I mean, loves he it. He said it was so the best time. Much. Oh, I've been up there it's, a couple it's times. So it's been cool. a great time. Yeah, every time, multiple yeah. times, it's awesome. It, the sun always blows me away. Like we, when I was playing junior hockey, uh, three of the teams in our conference were up there: and Anchorage, Fairbanks, and Kenai. And Fairbanks, I remember playing up there like in February or something like that. Maybe it's a little bit later. And we came out. It was like ten thirty at night, and where the sun was, it looked like it was like six o'clock, maybe five thirty, six o'clock. It was, is it wonky? I don't know how you can live up there all year and go through those seasons where it's like the sun's hardly up throughout the day for six months a year, and then it's, well, I don't know, I don't know how it all works throughout the year, but I can tell you right now, it was uh, not something that I would ever be able to live with. What I will say though, and this is something that kind of led me into that Portland thing too, is is we did go. We did go to a park while we were killing some time because we did have our two-year-old with us. And we were sitting there. We just had the park to ourselves for probably 15, 20 minutes. And then another family rolled up on scooters. All four of them were on scooters, like those little Razor scooters that you had back in the day. Didn't think anything of it until they parked their scooters and all four of them put masks on. And we're talking about two kids that couldn't have been much older than my two, two kids that could not have been much older than my daughter, maybe four or five. And they were wearing these cloth masks kidding me. and it just, it blew me away, man, because I'm looking That's at this, like, listen, abuse. we have to, right. But here's what we have to do. We have to understand that if we want to live in a, in a free country, you can people have I the guess. right. People have the right to do whatever they want to do. They have the right to do whatever they want to do for their kids in that regard. If it means the safety like that. When did the when did the science change on the mask though? Explain that to me. Because before COVID, wearing a mask was actually actually bad for you. It could make you more sick. Right. So why? So when did right. the science change, and why did it change? Right, and so that's my point of like, listen. It's a free country. As long as you don't come up to me while I'm at the park and tell me to put a mask on and put, tell my daughter to put a mask on, do what you got to do if that's what makes you feel safe. Agreed. But big but right there. I think you are absolutely insane for doing it. And I think for you to make your kids who, like I said, could not have been older than four or five years old, put these masks on. I feel like what you are doing is setting your kid up for absolute failure throughout the rest of their life sure. because they are going to be so incredibly terrified and worried of the world Always. to where like these poor kids, man, all they're going to be thinking about is, I don't know, like, I don't even know what goes through their brain when it comes to development. That's that. why you like, don't they're going to see the world they don't behind masks. There's studies. Proof. My two-year-old daughter has had COVID twice now. Twice, and she was sick for maybe twelve hours both times. Yeah. It's like a what sniffles, cough, good to go, sleep hard. She had a slight fever the first time. The second time, she had a cough. You know, and and you know, full disclaimer: maybe she got it a little bit, you know, less than other people. But the part that gets me with that is again, it is a free country. Right. We if, if we are gonna say we appreciate being the land of the free and everything, we can't just hope everyone sees things the way we do and wants to do everything that we say is right. I agree. But I would love to hear somebody give me a valid argument back to me of why you think it's appropriate at knowing what we know now. If we were still six months brand new into the pandemic, 
Sure, because at that point, no one really understood what was no, going well, on. No, no, no. Hold on, hold on. A lot of people understood what was going on, but they were censored and shut down and called conspiracy theorists and not allowed to, to speak their side or what they believed was going on. And only the government and the, the authorized sources were allowed to tell you what was happening and cause the whole thing. If, if people were allowed to actually open up and say what was going on and argument was allowed, it never would have happened. It would have been shut down and it would That's have been fair. stopped, but it wasn't allowed. That's why censorship's bad. And we learned that from and we learned that from Elon Musk. Elon Musk buying well, Elon Musk buying Twitter and exposing all that stuff was massive. And I know I know I know that we all thought that and there was always thoughts of that even before we bought it. But for him to buy it and confirm what everybody Everyone was thinking knew was it. massive. Again, it was, it was the same huge. the same people that told you that Twitter or anything is free thought are the same people that got exposed when Elon bought it. It's the same people that are getting exposed every day. The same people that lie and lie and lie and just tell whatever they want are just getting exposed. It's great. But that's all it is. It's just the weirdest it's just the weirdest job, man. Think about having a job to where it's like, hey, your sole job is to get on and check this portal from the government and whatever they put on there that tell that they say they want you to block, your job is to go through and filter and block and shadow ban all of these people. Here's the thing. Like, you and I would never do that. Diesel would never world. do that. We would never want to do why would we do that? We don't even want to think about that. I would probably I would probably be yeah, I I yeah, I would well yeah, I would never even See, take so that. So then job it just takes someone that's just an obedient just wants to just Yeah. It, well, you just hire someone who has those opinions, and it's easy for them because they believe all that. They're like, "Yeah, you should be saying so the, these things. We should all be getting vaccinated." It's all that stuff to where it's just like they don't know any better. But it's the weirdest thing to me. What's so bizarre to me is that people don't try to listen and see the other whoever they oppose. They don't try to see their side of things, That's... which is the strangest thing in the world to me. Because if I am trying to debate somebody, the best way for me to debate and beat them in an argument would be for me to understand all of their Correct. points, all of their topics. So I know That's how to counter every single way. one of them. And the fact that they don't want to do that, they just want to, they want to hit their four or five bullet points. And if they can't get it through you by that point, then it switches to name calling. And whatever else, because they, they they'll never turn, win, which is the strangest thing, man. They'll ne- they, they, they can't win in a it's debate, a sh- so they just have to censor. Now that's all they do is censor and censor. And they who and you who know what? Knows I don't who they is. I mean, it's the keepers of the mainstream media. Well, yeah. I guess who knows. I guess for me, what I want to say on that regard would just be like, if if that was your job. Okay, like, and I'll ask it. you guys that question in a second. If your job was solely to deceive and make things so that you could get more, let's just say it's something as simple as just getting more traffic to your website or clicks, whatever it is, but you knew what you were doing was so deceitful, how could you live with Wouldn't. yourself? Like, I used to think. All about go money. ahead, Diesel. Yeah. I used to think, I used to think, probably if you'd asked me five years ago, I used to think the lowest of the low job was paparazzi. 
Like I used to think people who were in paparazzi, who your sole job was basically to follow around celebrities and harass them for a living. Like literally they couldn't even go for a walk or a jog without you following them the whole time with a camera in their face. Like I thought, and don't get me wrong, I still think that that's one of the lowest of the it low is. jobs possible. Politicians, but I'm, yeah, well, yeah, but I'm right up there right now with like journalists, like editors and journal, like okay, All not I even not see. not the independent ones, not not like the not like the Matt Taibbi's and stuff. Like I like those guys. I'm talking about the people at the mainstream, mainstream media, like they those editors are who are so. Who are so deceitful in their headlines because they know they know that the majority of people who are in our generation only read those well, headlines because that's where we form our headlines. opinions. Because they're being told, yeah, because who right. has time to read? Yeah, who has time to read the the seven paragraph everyone, article when you could just read the headline and form your? Can you just opinion? imagine if everyone quit following the news? Like what? I, I well, it seems like it's getting there, man. Because no one trusts it. The news is supposed to be a trustworthy source, and no one believes it because it's all bullshit all the time. It's all I think getting. It's, I think it's paid. the boomers. The boomers are keeping it alive, but I honestly don't see. The boomers. I don't can, see mainstream media surviving that much longer. It's, it's already dying. It's look at Fox News. They fired Tucker Carlson, and then the whole thing's falling apart. And then he hops on Twitter and then he hops on Twitter and starts doing little 10, 20 minute videos and explodes and is getting more views than they ever showed on Fox. And all of them combined, man. All of them. Look at James O'Keefe, same thing. He gets kicked out because he exposes some shit that he's not supposed to expose. Just go look it up. And uh, he he starts his own OMG group, and now he's exposing even bigger stuff, and it's great. It's I all going it. to be independent well, speaking journalism. Of that, that was, which is great, which is awesome. I love that because if it's independent, that means they don't have anyone telling them what they can do. They have people who are writing their own stories. There are their own headlines. They're not being deceitful. And I think that's exactly what needs to happen to get things back on track because I think you have too many people forming their opinions or based on a it, headline. What about like you look at you look at mass shootings? Look at mass shootings, right? You you have these people who they'll say mass shootings, multiple dead, uh, war or whatever they'll say, you know, assault rifle or whatever. A lot of people you ask them what's AR fifteen, they say assault rifle fifteen, mm-hmm. and you're just like that is not even what it stands for. No. But you have no idea. Like, look at that Vice. Remember that Vice article that came out when uh, there was that mass shooting? I forget which mass shooting it was. If I might have been the one in uh, Colorado, here at that um, at the gay bar, oh, to where you? they put an entire. Remember they put the whole casing and the bullet inside a bullet hole instead of just the projectile. Like that's how little these people know about guns. And this is what they're posting to where you're just like, but, but if you don't know any better, you'd see them be like, Oh my gosh, people are shooting bullets that big. How is this allowed? They have a hundred round clip. (laughs) On bolt. Yeah. Oh gosh. Why? Speaking of it, you brought up O'Keefe. That was last week's shower thoughts let's get some shower thoughts here as we conclude today's episode you know let's talk about the titanic and more importantly let's talk about current news how we just saw submersible the old submersible the submersible what's going on there oh so 
Where, yeah, where do I want to go with this one? How about this? The submersible was a couple billionaires that understood the risk, and I hate that they died, but they were kind of dumb with what they did. But the Navy... So, so do you think something like that? Well, here, hold on. So oh, yeah, the Navy knew that it imploded five days before they released it to the public. What's up with that? They allowed them to build the narrative, talk about the bullshit, the knocking, the, oh, 96 hours of oxygen. We might find them. The Navy knew the whole time that they exploded, actually imploded on themselves and died within a millisecond. And they heard it on their sonar or whatever it was. And then they let the media lie and tell mistruths for days just to cover up bullshit from. Well, what else were they hiding? How how many other stories were going on at that time to. Well, like Hunter Biden. What about Hunter Biden? Yep. Take it away. And then, well, oh, they're, they're, what about today when the Department of Justice illegally released a recording of Donald Trump to CNN and they're trying to go after him for holding classified documents? But they, the, the DOJ releases uh, what they're going after him. They give him the phone call that they're using against him. And they give it illegally to CNN. It's kind of all the same. So, so I'm at that point. I know you guys are at that point when you see something like this in the news. Now, obviously, when this is happening, it obviously has our attention because it's so incredibly interesting to where you're like, hold on. You have a capsule that goes over two miles under sea, and it is controlled by a Logitech knockoff PlayStation controller. Yes, definitely, definitely grabbed my interest to where you're like, how in God's name are Not you doing this? And how would you sign up? But for I, this? I truly think yeah. that should, that should have just been backstory news, to be honest. Like, why? Uh, I, I get it. Uh, five billionaires go to the bottom of the ocean looking at the Titanic, and it's front page news for five days. I feel bad. You got to go look for them. But the Navy knew you can't go look for them because they're already dead. We know where they're right. dead at. So it should have just been like, shouldn't even hit the news. So that gets to my point. That gets to my point of when you see something like that, where you're immediately thinking like, all right, yeah, I mean, this is newsworthy. But to be headline news where this is all over every mainstream media outlet, I'm at the point with me where I immediately start looking to see what else is going on in the world because it's like there's something that we're being distracted. But do, realistically, how many people are actually doing that? Like, how many people do you actually think are seeing that and go, what else Millions. is going on right now? Or are they really that invested? People in believe the fuck out of it. That's why they do it. They're, the, the, people are losing interest and more and more people are starting to figure it out. But like, why can't it? Why is every why is every news mainstream news organization cover the same story and just put a little different spin on it? Just a little different spin, a little different spin. Why not just cover other stuff? So let me let me read you a list of what was listed on what was happening from when it was actually reported the Navy find knowing that it imploded from when they actually released the document saying that you know, we found the debris and it, it is, there's no way there's any survivors. This is Here are the five things that were in the, 
the news cycle during that time. JP Morgan and Jeffrey Epstein emails were released, and now that now they have just mistakenly, in quotations, deleted 47 million emails. That was in the news during this. Joe Biden is undergoing an impeachment vote in the House. That is going on in the news during this. The Pentagon fat-fingered another $6 billion to Ukraine. That was also in the news. Correct. Hunter Biden gets a slap on the wrist while the FBI whistleblowers have all of a sudden gone missing. Correct. All those things. And last but not least, John Durham. John Durham had his congressional hearing this week regarding the Russia hoax. Which was his- all five of those things were in the news the same exact time, yep. or going on, I should say, the same exact time that the missing submarine was happening. Correct. And you didn't see it in the news because they were so focused on the submarine. And it does make you think, with a presidential election coming up, and how bad could the, that possibly you know be? You know how bad the election's going to get, too? Look at what! Look at that! It's gonna get wild, man. Gentlemen, it's been unbelievable. We talked about a little bit of pet peeves today, but more importantly, we're gonna conclude today's episode with just giving another round of applause to Diesel. Diesel, hell of a day today, buddy. Cheers. Go get some sleep. Congratulations on your uh, your round. And with that, let's call it an episode. Senior Senior PJ, have a good one. Good round, boys. Yeah, yeah. All right, boys. Chief out.